0: This is Fireballing Through College.
1: Fireballing
2: Through College. The actual
1: hell we're doing because we're strong and independent women.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fireballing Through College podcast.
1: This is your co-host, Camila. And your other co-host, Catherine Drew whiteside um, I'm very excited today. I know Camila is too. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we have a guest. I know we've Woo-hoo! been saying forever that we're going to find more guests, but here we are with a guest and I'm Finding. very excited, very, very excited about this person. Um, today we have a very special friend of mine, Callie Scambo. Callie is one of the silliest and funniest people I know, but she's also like extremely laid back and very nice. And so I feel like she's just like natural friends with everyone. So I'm super like excited to have her here and have her meet Camila. And so yeah. I would like give her a more elaborate introduction, but like everyone's gonna learn about Callie Skimbo for the next Exactly. <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, oh I know Callie.
2: There. There. Hi. <laughs>
1: so, hello. Um but yeah, so do you want to go hello, hello? Hi.
2: Um, I'm Callie. Um, what? Catherine and I we we were trying to figure this out last night how we met. Um, but we couldn't figure anything out, right? We just were like, well, we have lots of mutual friends yeah. and um, Callie was like,
1: remember that time you crushed your car on my way to my 16th birthday? I was like, uh, yes. Wait, was that the
2: time you crashed your car like in the Yeah. House? Yeah. <laughs> She Her car was pummeled, like, oh completely God. demolished.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Did so, she end
2: up going
0: to your birthday or no? No. Okay, no. good.
1: <laughs> Makes sense. No, because, like, I lived also, like, 45 minutes away from – Callie and I lived on the opposite ends of Benville. So, it, yeah, it was far. <laughs> so, anyways, but also, besides that, Callie and I – Yeah, basically, like, one of my closest friends growing up was Julia – and Callie knew Julia because they were both Mormon. And we both knew the Mormon friend group and I was like fake Mormon, Callie was like half Mormon and so we made like a full Mormon together.
2: Yeah, 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 (laughs) tag team together, one full complete Mormon, yeah. Exactly, exactly. This this is like so
0: interesting to me just because I didn't know what Mormons were until like I met Mm -hmm. one in college my first year. And Can you
1: also tell this story? Because I didn't tell Callie and I was waiting for you to be like this guy. The Mormon
0: guy? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. I was like, I think it was like the second day of school actually. And I was going to this event and I was in the line and like I was talking to my mom in Spanish on the phone. And this guy just approaches and he's like, hey, are you chilling? And I'm like, wait, yes are you he did not look hispanic at all he looks like
1: <laughs> a he looks like bryce douglas He's of like course, blonde,
2: of course st- we're name dropping here is that allowed <laughs>
1: okay, so if it's a bad thing then i'm just gonna be like a boy but okay it, this one is just like he looks like very he's blonde he looks like he plays the piano yeah. at his house exactly. like sings he loves his mom
0: does yeah. not look yes. like <laughs> chilean at all <laughs> yeah and like okay and so we started talking and he ended up telling me that he spent two years in missions in chile and i was like what what is that what the fuck um but he just told me that he loved chile and how he loves the culture and he speaks spanish and everything and i was like wow that's so interesting and then he said like yeah because i'm a mormon and then i went back to the room and i was like jackie what's a mormon (laughs) can you please elaborate and then she explained i was like oh that's like kind yeah. of weird.
2: <laughs> yeah it is a um it could be
0: considered a religious cult well the thing is now we call him the mormon guy so yeah that?
2: Cool. does he do you guys <laughs> still see him around on campus
0: yeah all the time <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe he listens to the podcast like hey how are you <laughs> yeah
1: seriously mm.
0: what i don't understand is like he kept trying to be my friend even though like we're so different like clearly i'm not like mormon material friendship i don't know <laughs> so i
2: was like why like why do you want uh, a friend like we can't <laughs> they just want to convert everybody like we, we all try to convert catherine you know that was that was the whole goal i don't
1: think that that really happened because people were like she curses too much she doesn't know how to sing at all she's not allowed to come here i was like anyways okay but so anyways Callie and I, we also worked at a daycare together for two years. We saw each other basically every day. So Callie actually used to braid my hair like all the time because she was an expert braider. Hashtag character kid gang. There's so many people from character kids who actually listen to the podcast. So I'm so excited they're all going to listen to this one. Oh, yay!
2: KCK <laughs> um, hey gang, rest in peace. We yeah, miss you. <laughs>
1: um, but Callie was actually, she is an incredible singer. If you listen to like a choral performance, she's the person that is like, (laughs) she sings like soprano zero one, one, (laughs) one point five, whatever. Uh, So she went to Concordia her freshman year, which is like in Minnesota, somewhere. Yeah,
2: Um, it's on the border of like Fargo, North Dakota. So it's like right up there. It's super cold. It's this really small town called Moorhead. Um, yeah, so
1: you decided to transfer. And so since we are all fireballing through college, I would just like to know, like, you know, how did you decide to transfer? Um, what was like best for you? I know you changed your major and like, can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so originally I went to school for vocal music education and because Concordia is such a big choir school that like was a solid fit for me Um, but while I was there I started to realize that I don't actually want to teach music. Um, I would only like consider doing like performance and that just didn't seem reasonable to me at the time Um, so I didn't want to keep paying for a private school to major in something else or like to like figure out my major, you know. So I transferred back home and now I go to the university in the area that we grew up in and um yeah, I switched to math education. Oh, really? And I like it. Um I do. Um but they don't actually have a math education major here, so I'm a math major with an education minor. Mm which means that I'm taking all these fucking wild math classes and it's just, it's crazy, but I'm actually taking the year off, um, kind of due to the pandemic, but also because I just didn't want to go to school anymore. (laughs) I just was like really exhausted and like thinking about going to school just made me want to cry. And I was like, there's no reason why I need to spend money right now to do something that I'm just unhappy doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like that's
1: kind of awesome because there are, cause like Camila and I are very passionate about what we're doing, but not everybody's like that. And so yeah. like, you're absolutely a very good example of people who just like, you know, and you're, like I said, very laid back. She's like, I don't need to graduate in four years. I have time. Like I have a job I'm doing something with my life. So there's nothing, like no one has a little like time class glass thing <laughs> like, <"Oops>, running out. <laughs> Yeah, so I honestly thought that this was very interesting. So I came back to Arkansas for a few weeks, like after my freshman year, and I was talking to Callie outside of Character Kids who we were catching up. And she was like, oh, I think I'm gonna change and transfer to Arkansas. And I was like, wait, what? Like the last thing I knew, Callie was like getting a big coat. She's super excited. She's gonna go sing with everybody. And here she is, she's about to transfer to Arkansas. And so we haven't spoken since because I haven't I haven't been back in, um, And then she listens to the podcast and Callie is like, you know, just giving me like pointers on some of the things. And then she goes, (laughs) she's like, girl, you don't even know, not all vaginas taste the same. (laughs) You're wrong. They taste like different Cokes. There's like vanilla Coke, cherry Coke, just Diet Coke. And I was like, okay, this is how you're going to tell me this? Like we grew up, we were, we formed one complete Mormon together.
2: And (laughs) Mm -hmm. here you are
1: telling me that you're interested in women. And so I was like, whoa, I, I feel like I I was shocked. And then we talked about it last night and I was like, whoa, I need Callie to tell some of these stories.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think for me, Coming out was never something that I really wanted to do, Um, especially growing up in the church. Being gay is not okay. Like you just, you can have gay thoughts as long as you never act upon them. And that was terrifying to me. And even now, a lot of my like super religious family still doesn't know. And that's okay. They don't need to know. Um, But yeah, all growing up, I was just like, oh, I'll be bisexual and then only ever date men and never act upon being gay. And that's really what I did. I like pretended to have a crush on our friend for a very, very, very long time. And he had made a pact with his friends to never kiss a girl until after his two-year mission. So I was like solid. I never had to kiss a boy. I never had to like date any boys anything like that because they weren't going to and those were my friends so I didn't ever have to like step outside my comfort zone I could be in the closet and happy whatever but um once I got into college Concordia is a very queer school like you walk around every bitch on campus is queer and so I was like my eyes were really opened and you know i wasn't limited by my choir mormon friend group anymore i went to school alone nobody from my state even went to my school so i really had all this freedom now did i act upon it no i did not get thrown into this lesbian (laughs) web at the school like i should have but i really just got to see that there were like like femme lesbians, even, you know, like in the media, it's just portrayed, you're just like this big, fat butch dyke. And I was like, that's not who I am. So I can't be gay, you know? But I think going and like seeing happy queer women, queer folks, it really, um, allowed me to feel more comfortable with myself. And then once I transferred home, um, yeah, it just, from there, it just, like, gradually happened. I just started to come out to more people, or I would, like, make comments like that. I don't know. On my social media, I'm pretty vocal about, um you know, the LGBTQ community, but then also, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people just think I'm, like, a super strong ally or something, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs>
1: Because I tried to check, because you were, like, oh, on my Instagram I am. So I went on your Instagram before we got on this podcast this morning, and I was <laughs> like, where is she? And the only picture I can tie down to potentially it meaning that you could be gay was the one with your beanie and your nose piercing, and mm-hmm. you're just, like, chilling. I was you like, love that to give what me she's trying to tell me? Tell
2: oh. me. <laughs> I think, I think, like, I, I post a lot of things on my stories, and... I don't know, like, I guess I'm not, like, explicit, but, again, if you're, like, interested in those things, you'll be able to pick up on that so much easier, so, like, I guess it's, like, queer coding, like, I just, like, don't want straight people to know because it's none of their business, but I do want queer people to know because (laughs) I want to be in their business, so...
1: Exactly. It's like, I, but like, I, thank you. That was
0: the best way you could have put it for me. And like also like, like as a heterosexual, it's not like you're posting like, hey, I'm heterosexual. So it's right. like, exactly. like it's 100 percent. It's no one's business where like which, sex, sex, blah, I can't talk. which
1: <laughs> sexuality you prefer. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And- it was just so funny to me because last night Callie was like, don't you get it from my Instagram? I was like, no, <laughs> I, because I'm consistently shocked when people come out to me because I was telling Callie, I don't like to assume because I don't want to, I've never like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings and make them yeah. feel more closeted because they're, I'm accusing them or whatever, or even acting like they might be. So when she told me, I was like, whoa, was I supposed to catch on something? She was like, yeah, you can just check out my Instagram. I was like, <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. But I mean, I'm also really excited whenever people say that they didn't know, because that means that I did a really good job of lying. And that makes me feel successful in some sort of way. I don't know. But yeah. But how does it
0: feel now with like the whole Mormon community?
2: Strange. Um, Those are some of the only people who have reacted poorly to me coming out. Um, I had friends like out me to a whole bunch of people like questioning if this was real, like is she really gay, is this, that, and the other. And that's fine. Honestly, like once I was like well enough within myself to like fully accept that like I'm a lesbian. I was like, whatever, who finds out? It doesn't matter to me. But like the fact that they like felt the need to tell people was just kind of a little rude and hurtful to mm-hmm. me. But um I haven't been super active in the church since I was, like, 16, but I still claimed the church until I graduated high school. Um, But, like, since I've been in college, I never tell people that I am Mormon. Like, I tell them that I grew up Mormon. Um, Am I still a token Mormon to a lot of people? Sure. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I think that – my lifestyle now is so different than so many um, people in the church that they don't, people don't really see me um, as a member anymore, which is great. I don't want to be seen that way at all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think like, I'm really grateful because my mom was always open to us and like, experimenting with like different religions and she's always been like super chill about all that kind of stuff so she was super cool when I came out and um, so I've had like a really good experience coming out I kind of always wished that I'd have some sort of like dramatic thing (laughs) but I am really grateful that I have like loving family that accepts me for who I am and like doesn't make me feel pressured to do anything that I'm not comfortable with
1: that's amazing. I'm so glad that 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 was a reality, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, can you talk a little bit about like being gay in Arkansas? And um, like, because we're actually talking about this, that I knew people growing up who were men who were gay, but I knew very, very few lesbians. And I also knew very few bi people. Um, It doesn't mean that they're not closeted, certainly. But um, yeah, do you want to Talk about that, just
2: yeah, being gay in Arkansas. I was telling Kate, uh, (laughs) I was telling Catherine that I don't get hate crimed, um, because yeah. Okay, so
1: I want to, I want to go back to this because Kelly was (laughs) like, it's really not that bad living in Arkansas. Like, no one tries to like throw things on me or like makes death threats to me. And I was like, Kelly, you just told me approximately twenty people who to your face, say it's a choice to be gay, gay marriage should be, should not be legal. You're, you're lying Mm. to me. Are she really gay? I'm like, it's, you really think that that's not that bad? So (laughs) you're not worried for your Other people's
2: circumstances, I'm (laughs) booing. So I think, I don't know. Um, being gay in Arkansas is just really hard because there are, the pool is so small mm. so so small like if you find one queer woman odds are you already know she exists or like everybody else that you've talked to already know that she exists and it's just really difficult i do a lot of traveling um my tinder profile is set to 100 miles
1: i <laughs> um, trying to find everyone <laughs>
2: Yeah. And it's just really hard because like, especially around here, it's a lot of people who are like looking for threesomes or like girls who are like, I'm um, But like, I have a boyfriend, so um, you'll have to be okay with that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, maybe there's someone out there looking for that, but that's definitely not what I'm here for. And it's just, it's, hard to like find people in the queer community in general um but like being out a lot of people from high school will come out to me which also doesn't like make my pool any bigger because you already know them I already know them but (laughs) but they'll be like yeah Kelly I'm bi and I'm like that's dope like I'm glad you feel comfortable to tell me and then like a lot of them will then, like, try and flirt with me, which makes me feel very strange because I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand why, like, you just think, oh, we're both gay now. We can, like, get it on. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it it's difficult when to find. When I hear
1: that, it makes me feel like there was, like, some, like, back in the day, they had, like, choir fantasies, and it was, like, Kelly and I in the choir room, <laughs>
2: god maybe maybe anybody (laughs) want to speak up and tell me that I would love to know I'd be hilarious but no it's just yeah it's it's hard to find people in the area and like my my siblings give me shit for this all the time and my friends they're just like I'm like oh I gotta go to Kansas to go on a date with this girl I'm driving to Oklahoma like There was a long time where, like, I had never even, like, been on a date with someone in my own state. Like...
0: How long are the drives?
2: Um, (laughs) under two... Camila's like,
0: wait. (laughs) Yeah.
2: They're under two hours. Oh, God. Because they're only 100 miles away. (laughs) Oh,
0: I... I mean, I guess. I, I would do that if I couldn't find anyone where I live, too, so...
2: Right. And, like... It's not always that. I also think I do it as, like, a weird, like, coping mechanism. Like, if it doesn't work out, then they're far away anyways, then it's, yeah, like whatever. But, now you have to you have to travel far for pussy around here. It's <laughs> <the> <laughs> process.
1: Okay, so now my next question is, like, I feel like now that, since we've been talking about it, you're, also last night you were talking about how you feel very sure of yourself and even if people like doubt you or just like don't really understand like the whole aspect of being gay that you still remain very sure in your identity and like you don't take shit from people like at all from it and like how have you been able to like feel so sure and feel so unashamed after like being closeted for so long and like maybe what some coping mechanisms you have or like things you tell yourself that you could give advice to other people
2: yeah I think like for me I'm so sure of myself because like once I'm in that like queer setting like once I'm like with a woman I'm like oh there's no way that this is fake like this is for real like these feelings are real but it's like once once I'm out of that and I'm just like in the real world I do have doubts I do have times where I'm like oh am I faking this like is this not real but I would not have tormented myself for years on end for this to be fake you know (laughs) like I I like I still struggle like with mental health things but that was such like a key factor for me was like hiding in the closet. And I would not have experienced that much pain if I was just doing it for kicks and giggles, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, there are lots of people who are like, well, you had a crush on that one boy in high school, whatever. And I'm like, well, (laughs) you can believe whatever you want, but (laughs) like, I promise you that, This is real for me. And I think a lot of it has to do with confidence and a lot of it. Like, I, I had so many opportunities to come out growing up and I just did not because I wasn't ready to be so sure of myself. And so I think that honestly, but my only advice is time, I guess. Um, finding, like, a good, solid group of people who, like, anytime I doubt myself, I'll text one of my friends, and I'm, like, am I actually gay? And they're, like, shut the fuck up. Why are you asking me this question? Like, this is so dumb. And I think, like, having a good support group, just, I don't know. It's it's a really hard process, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, and and there will be days where you are, like, do I need to go kiss a man like just to make sure like there are so many You're times so funny. Me. I've never slept with a guy like I, well, I've never even kissed a man. So I'm like, maybe I am Bye, And I don't know. And then I'm like, well, I feel like at 20 years old, if I wanted to kiss a man, I could. You would have. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's just. You're me. not missing
1: out on anything. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Women are better always yeah
2: there we go there's some shitty women out there so i don't <laughs> <That's>
1: true, <laughs> i know he sure. was like telling me and i was like dang i really thought that like it was it would be better but i guess that they're still ghosted they're still there's being still shitty people in the world
2: right <laughs> yeah. yeah no matter what gender you are there are still shitty people so
0: i think it's just awesome that you're like so sure of yourself now and that you've reached that point where you're like happy and content
2: yeah. I'm like I'm happy to like be able to say these things out loud. I think at first when I started coming out to people, I would like say words and I would like dissociate and I would be like why am I saying this out loud? You need to shut the fuck up. You've been like <laughs> keeping this in for so long. Why are you now vocalizing this? But now I'm at the point where I can just like talk about it very freely. And sometimes I think about how much I talk about it and I'm like am I talking about it too much now? I don't know, but <laughs> I think like yeah it, it it's a it's a crazy process and I I would have never imagined to be sitting in this position today even like a year ago I was so different you know like my best friend didn't even know I was gay a year ago and and that's crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. it is crazy but
1: um but yeah I think that another thing that is obviously very different from like heterosexual people or and anyone who's trying anything else that would make them more like a part of the lgbtq plus community and keeping things like inside They a lot of times they're like kind of they start flirting with those that they're actually sexually attracted to later in the game they start having sex later in the game just because you've been trying to keep it to yourself for so long so do you want to talk about like maybe learning how to flirt, like, how you coped with maybe still being, like, a virgin. I know some people that we know at GW are still, like, lesbians and virgins, mm-hmm. and that it can seem kind of, like, weird to them, because everybody else who's heterosexual is off, like, romping, but, which also is not true. That's not true. Most <laughs> are lying about that. No. But, um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, um... <clears throat> I um didn't have my first kiss until I was 19. Um and I was super embarrassed about it. Um and even like saying that out loud, I'm like, oh shit, you know. But <laughs> I like didn't have my first kiss until I was. 19. I
1: didn't have my first kiss till late in the game either. So
2: yeah, it probably it's,
1: like true. maybe a year, year and a half earlier. So <laughs> here we are kissing people. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't laughs> practice
2: though <laughs> since then. Oh. <laughs> um, But, like, for me, I, like, it's so, it's so strange because, like, I feel like a lot of lesbians, at least, will, like, have this secret girlfriend in high school and they, like, would go have sex in cars all the time and stuff like that. And that just, like, wasn't a part of my story. So, I felt really inexperienced and, um my first kiss, like I told her, I was like, I've never kissed anybody. Like I know that I'm gay, but I never kissed anybody and things like that. And I don't, I don't think, yeah, she's really cool. And I still talk to her sometimes, but I, I don't think I'm the best person to ask about like how to flirt with women because I was so ready to be gay. (laughs) I like, make all the moves. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where, like, I let the girl kiss me first. I'm always, like, the go-getter. Like, I'm making all the money moves because... Well, why
1: are you telling me I feel like she's the wrong person to, like, figure out how to flirt? Because you are... If you make the
0: moves, you know.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. I am a flirt, but... Like, <laughs> I think that, like, for me, it's just, I was, I'm so ready to, like, date women, and I'm so ready to, like, whatever. And, like, if I'm interested in somebody, I don't want them to, like, get the wrong idea that I'm just, like, trying to be their friend. Like, I never want that discrepancy. Like, I am very blunt as a person in general, Um but... In that situation, like on dating apps, like I'm very flirty. I'm very forward. I'm very much like, let's hang out. Let's go get coffee. Let's do this. And I'm, I think that a lot of people are just shy, which is okay, but you're not going to get what you want. If you're going to be shy, you get like, and especially being feminine. Um, and I tend to go for more masculine women. Um, they don't want to make the move because they're like, Oh, what if she's just like testing the waters? What if she like isn't really gay and is just looking for friends? And so again, I don't let there be any discrepancies. I'm like,
1: Kelly's like, I am not looking for friends.
2: No, I'm not fucking looking for friends on Tinder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I need some of that energy of just
0: being blonde and just telling what you want. Like that's Admirative. wow. Admiring. <laughs>
2: it's it's i don't know any other way i've never like been like coy which also like makes me realize that i'm like so very gay because i like with men i don't know how to speak to them and i'm like if you want to talk to me you can approach me but um with women i'm like oh i find you very attractive let's hang out let's do this let's make plans like i want to see you i want to like figure out if there is a connection there or if I'm just physically attracted to you, you know, and, um, I'm not one to waste time. If I don't like somebody after that moment, then I don't see them again. And, um, that's okay. I don't ever feel like bad if I like go on a first date and then I'm just like, yeah, that wasn't for me. Um, now ghosting hate ghosting. I like, Only if they're being, like, super fucking creepy will, like, go somebody. Otherwise, I'm very honest again. And I'm, like, it was nice talking to you, but, like, I don't think this will work out. I
0: agree. um, That's the best way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. Flirting with women is really easy, though. You just, like, give them a couple compliments. And, like, every once in a while when you think the conversation's, like, dying down, like, fluff their ego again. And... Then you, then you Honestly him.
0: yeah just tell me I'm pretty thank you.
2: Yeah
1: <laughs> uh, but I feel like that would make me more coy but I guess it's still like le- then Callie's still the one like in charge. Yeah. You're like giving me compliments and you're like flirting with me I'm like yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but um virginity was also something that I was really scared about not, like, losing my virginity, but the fact that I was a virgin, and, like, so many queer people, like, love to put out on the first time, which, like, now that I've, like, lost my virginity, I have no problem with, because whatever, whatever, but it's, like,
1: <laughs> whatever is in with a smile on my face, like, I'm here for that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um, like, my first time I didn't tell her it was my first time. Honestly, till this day, she does not know that that was my first time. And which is fine because
1: it's nobody's business except your own. Yeah.
2: Right. Also like, I don't believe that like virginity matters. It's like a yes. man-made no, contract. Yeah, you know? it
0: is. Absolutely.
2: But it's still like, you're fearful, like because you feel inexperienced. Mm-hmm. I feel like it yeah. wasn't ever like I'm losing something in myself. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <Help>. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like.
1: What I a- found interesting though, that Callie told me Camila, that I, I mm-hmm. thought was very, very interesting for anybody else who's heterosexual that's listening. is like, if you're having sex like me, the first time <laughs> I had sex with a guy mm-hmm. and I like, am given a completely different body part than what I own. And so you can't like use what they're doing on you. I mean, I had sex with a virgin, so it really doesn't matter in my case. But like, <laughs> if they know what they're doing, you can't like repeat it onto yeah, them because the, uh, uh, vagina, and penis, you know? And so, like, Callie was like, no, actually, it's like, because for girls, it's like, first of all, you already own it, you know? <laughs> and then, like, you can just sort of mimic, which I never yeah. would have ever thought and that, like, that also, could be the reality.
0: Yeah. And like, also, like, if they're doing something to you that they think feels good, it's like, because they also like it. So if you just mimic, yeah. like, of course, they're going to like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, um, once I had someone go down on me, I was like, oh yeah, I'm a pro at this. I can do whatever. And then you just, you can do the exact same thing. And have the same results and then you're like baller i'm a pro you know
1: <laughs> yeah you're <So>. like okay
2: <laughs>
0: i think men just need to have more like queer friends like lesbian friends so they can teach them
2: how yeah, but i just think that bad. men don't care to learn because they also, don't like with <laughs> yeah. my sexual partners if they're doing something that i don't like i'm like oh try this or like do this instead and then they will and i feel like I don't feel like straight women are just, like, absolutely silent and, like, let it happen. So if a man doesn't do what you're asking him to, then he's just fucking dumb. And, like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like Facts. that's kind of rude.
0: <laughs> it is rude. It's not like they don't want to learn. It's like they think they already know. So it's yeah. It's like, oh, no, yeah. I got
1: it. But no, they don't. <laughs> no, you don't got it. You don't got it. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's a whole other thing for another exactly. episode. Exactly. <laughs> Um, But thank you. I learned so much from talking to Callie like now and last night, like, (laughs) and I'm genuinely so happy that you're in a happier and more genuine position and like you feel more like yourself. It makes me feel very happy. And I was telling Callie, I was like, she needs to come to D.C., a, so we can hang out, and B, so she can find all the ladies here and she doesn't have to so drive many, two hours. So many ladies. So.
2: <laughs> well, I would still be driving or, like, flying all the way there, so I would still be traveling that for pussy true. at that point, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you could just, like, come hang out with us as well, and we would have a great time.
2: Yeah. So,
1: I'm so happy to see you, and I'm grateful that you just – you were, like, open to talking about it publicly on the podcast. Yeah, yes. I'm so
0: happy to have met you, too. It's been great. You brought, like, this new perspective on, like, so many things. So, honestly, <laughs> we'd be happy to have you again on another yes. episode.
1: Absolutely.
2: Good stuff. Yes, I'd love to come back again. That would be fun.
0: Yay. Okay. Also, we'll probably post a picture of Callie. So, if you want, you can go follow her on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. As
1: always, <laughs> like, subscribe, give us a comment, say yes. hello to your friend for us. Kiss them, tell your friends you love them. (laughs) All of that stuff. (laughs) Okay. Love you all. Thank you for
0: listening. Goodbye.